Welcome to the Dope CFO Podcast, where you can find the best information for accountants and bookkeepers that want to start and grow a highly profitable and flexible remote cannabis accounting firm. With your hosts, Naomi Granger and Andrew Hunziker. Now that's dope. Hey everybody, this is Andrew Hunziker, CPA, also CFO, founder of Dope CFO as well. Um, quick about my background. I've been a CPA for over 25 years, was at a big four, um, including PricewaterhouseCoopers. I won the gold medal award for the highest score on the CPA exam, as well as was runner up for the Portland, Oregon Business Journal CFO of Year Award in 2017. And I was the first ever cannabis CFO to be nominated. Done lots of startup work as well. Um, and love um, teaching all of our community. We have now over 500 people in all 50 states in our Dope CFO program. Today I have Tom Habaker. I hope I didn't mispronounce that, but I'll let That's you correct right. it in That's a minute right. if you did. Um, out of Dallas, Texas, I believe. Is that right? Just south of Dallas, yeah. South, south of Dallas. And um, this is going to be a really great podcast. Tom's been not in the program all that long. We're going to talk about what he's doing, what he's done in the past. Um, he's had quite a long, successful career. This is awesome because in our program, we have quite a wide variety. We have a fair amount of young people that are maybe in their late 20s or even earlier 20s and 30s starting out their career. And then we've got a fair amount of us. I'm approaching 60. I think there's probably 20 people in the program that are between 60 and 70. And they're, they're looking at cannabis as like, hey, this is a great niche. This is where I can build kind of a part-time retirement practice almost, where maybe I get one client paying me eight to 15 grand a month and I work a day or two a week and I've just got a real nice practice. Um, so there's a lot of us in there as well. I know you've been, um, you've got some great skills um, to bring to our community as well. IRS tax resolution, whether cannabis or non-cannabis, that's always a huge area that people want. You've had a long, long career in um, a CFO, um, as including um, some big auto dealerships as well. Um, I see you even got out of college before I did. Um, in 86. So, um, but why don't you start off by telling a little bit more about your just background and, and what, and kind of um, how you, you got started in all this um, and transitioning as well. Sure. Okay. So again, you did pronounce my name right. It's Hall Baker. I tell the girls it rhymes with, it rhymes with heartbreaker. That always, <laughs> that always goes over real well. But uh, yeah, Andrew, like, like you said, I, I'm actually 65 years old, and I kind of got tired of working the 18-hour days. And I mean, 18, that, that's, that's no joke. It was a good 18-hour <laughs> day as the CFO of a large automobile group yeah, here in Dallas. Wow. And I've been the CFO of other groups, but uh, uh, this one had, you know, we had about a, a billion dollar year, a year in annual revenue. Wow. Thousand employees, uh, lots of real estate. We, I mean, there were 46, yeah. 46 individual, you know, federal tax returns. Luckily, Texas doesn't have a state yeah. tax returns, or that would double that amount. And so it, uh, it, it was, you know, handled the certified audit. 
Um, many years ago, I was actually in public accounting and was a partner in a small firm in Houston, but then spent about 35 years in the car, in the car business. But I wanted to, you know, I wanted to step back and start something like you alluded to a minute ago where I wasn't killing myself, but I could still stay on top of, um, you know, the current tax and business uh, trends that were going on. I've always been very interested in the cannabis business because, um, I mean, I, I could just see it. It, it had to be, it's got to be legalized. I mean, what's going on right now with the states, with the shutdowns, yeah, uh, with, uh, with the absolute uh, desperation that many of these states have for raising revenue. Um, my only fear is that the state taxation and potentially the federal taxation is going to kill the business. And, um, you know, when, you, when you're only allowed to deduct, you know, yeah. cost of production and basically that's about it. I mean, I, and then you throw all the tax on the, on the revenues. And I don't know that I, I just wonder if they're going to you know, kill the golden goose, but that's another topic for another time. Well, and I think on that topic too, it's just, we're, we're moving quickly towards federal legalization and States as well. It is going to be a source of tax, but eventually it'll be a huge source of federal tax dollars and state and County tax dollars just taxing it normally. <laughs> uh, we don't need uh, to oh, penalize yeah, it. And so I think over time, they'll figure that out. Um, we saw CBD and hemp come become legal overnight just by pulling it off schedule one. I think that's likely to happen to cannabis just because there's so many medical benefits. Um, I literally saw a paper this morning where um, they've tested it now as a, a a great complement to chemotherapy. Oh yeah. Um, getting results on that. So it, it is coming. Um, it's great. Uh, I think this is a great late career. And in a way, it's fun. Someone like you have been around, you've got a ton of knowledge. You know, most of these companies, especially early on, and even it's now maturing a little bit, but the last four years, it's the Wild West. These business owners and investors are just pouring money and ideas, and they're all thinking about growing and their dispensaries and their brand and all that stuff. And then this kind of afterthought that, oh, maybe accounting and CFO type stuff and tax is important. They're getting that now. And so there's a huge value for people like you. And I say there are 50,000 companies in the U.S. right now. I still think eight out of 10, most of them could not get a CPA or a CFO or an enrolled agent or a bookkeeper that actually had training or skills or tools to do this right. So they were just doing the best they can and it was just flat out wrong. And so there, there's a hunger for people with skill sets that you bring, you know, we're, yeah, leading a billion dollar company. There's going to be a lot of billion dollar companies in this space pretty quickly. Well, uh, I, I, I think if I could say this too, is, is that um, that's another reason why I got interested in the cannabis business is because obviously if you're, you know, starting up something, and you want to get going, I mean, you need to fill a need. And as you just alluded to, I mean, what a need, you know, what a business, what a, an industry that is vastly underserved. And, and I got to tell you, and you know this, uh, Andrew, that uh, there are many CPAs that just want to shy away from, you know, from this, you know, if it's still schedule one or what have you, yeah, they're, they're concerned about it. And and, and, and before I pulled the trigger and got in, I, I mean, I checked with the AICPA. I checked with the 
state society. I checked with, you know, several other people. I mean, the CPA that handled the auto dealership group that I was at, I mean, he was concerned about, uh, about it. Yeah. And I called him up just to bounce it off of him again. And I said, really, what is your concern? He goes, oh, I'm not concerned anymore. It's legal now in Texas. It's <laughs> not legal in Texas, but yeah. it's CBD is. But, uh, you know, he, he I don't know. It, so there's, there's, there's still a little bit of something like that. But I say, hey, that's great. I hope it stays up because that just opens up opportunities for me. And, you know, if, if yeah. people are, are shying away from it, Okay, all right. I guess I'll have to fill that niche myself. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll do the best I can. But you know, I don't want to. <laughs> now let me ask you: How long have you actually been in cannabis at this point? Still? Oh, Andrew, you know, really, probably only about four months, if that. So it's just uh, getting your feet wet, and um, yeah. and after this election cycle, I think I think early next year we're going to see a lot of activity, and it's oh, very unusual where where some states can move super slow and like Maine, it took forever to get their act together. Arkansas kind of dragged their feet, but then you get states like Oklahoma and Oregon where overnight you have, I mean, I think about it. There's around 50,000 companies in the U S and about 10,000 in Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a small state <laughs> and yeah. that's crazy that maybe one out of five companies is in that teeny little state. Um, so we're going to see places like Illinois or Florida or whatnot. And even, you know the rivalry, Oklahoma, Texas. I can't imagine Texas is going to sit around for that much longer and, and watch all those dollars um, up in Oklahoma. <laughs> well, yeah, you say that, but, yet, I mean, there are some very, you know, recent articles in some of the publications that I, I'm now reading on a daily basis that, uh, you know, like the House Speaker, the Speaker of the Texas House of Representatives, I mean, he understands and realizes that it could really fill a need in the in meeting a budget deficit, but he's still opposed to it. Still opposed. I, I think the good news, though, for us is really is just at the highest, highest level nationally, the general population, we're somewhere between six and seven out of 10 humans, right, left, doesn't matter. I mean, Oklahoma, again, a great example totally red state right it was beyond anti-cannabis five years ago or seven years ago when they sued the state of colorado um so they did a flip pretty quickly um, right and so i think at some point and more likely than not it's probably going to be federally legal before all 50 states get in but um in my opinion, Texas is still one of the two best states to be seeds oh, right now because it's going to be the next California. If whether it takes one year or three years to get there, it's coming. No, no, no I, I I agree. I mean, it's going to happen, but but right now, I mean, you know, if, if anybody wants to know what this what this you know the status of legalization, total legalization in Texas is, I mean, there's only three licenses handed out for medical marijuana and they opened up the medical marijuana and then all of a sudden they shut it real quick after three people got licensed. Uh, last year in 2019, they did uh, take hemp and CBD off of it, but can, you know, cannabis itself is, is still on there. Uh, and again, as I say, it's only for medical, but you know, then you have states like South Dakota that is yeah. probably going to not only go, approved medical but probably recreational as recreational well, as well. I mean, that's that's a that's a red state so yeah, you, I, 
and you look at again my example too. Idaho is a very red state. They're right next door to me in Oregon, and you we have 500 dispensaries in Oregon. Again, a pretty small state, but if you had if you drove from my house, which is already three hours from Portland, through the absolute, I mean. Texas, think Texas farmland, middle of nowhere, you don't see hardly a building. You yeah. get to the border of Oregon, Idaho, and the other side of that border, about 30 miles away is Boise, which is a pretty small town. It's, I don't know, half a million people. But those two dispensaries right over the border are always two of the top five, you know, $10 million dispensaries wow. um, right over the border. Wow. So so it's it's coming. We'll, it's going to be exciting. Um, what uh, you've already addressed a little bit of this, um, so I'm going to kind of combine a couple of these questions. What special skills and talents do you have that made your transition possible? And also translate that in. You've talked to some of that, your CFO level abilities, um, but tell us about your new firm and how that's going to be able to assist cannabis companies with all those skills you bring over from this long and um, great career. Okay. Well, you know, I, 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 can see a lot of comparisons if you want to know the truth about, you know, between car dealerships and, uh, and, and this business. Now the automobile dealership business is a little further along, but it tends to be populated by real cowboy type, free thinking, free spirited guys. And uh, they don't put necessarily the emphasis on good reporting like they should. It's a very, very, um, uh, I mean, in terms of, of borrowing, it's those automobile dealerships borrow a lot of money every year, have a lot of debt, and those lenders are not going to put up with, you know, bad accounting. So much to their chagrin, the dealerships have to pay somebody like me, especially in these larger groups, to, you know, to keep everything straight. And I, and I did that. So I know how to take, you know, a single a single entity or one that has multiple locations, points, uh, legal structures, ownerships, and, and bring that together. Um, just, just, again, the other things that, you know, were, of course, developed in that was, you know, the technology, the taxation, the personnel management, the uh, real estate management, and, and structuring between, you know, setting up an a real estate LLC and a operating company LLC and all yeah. that. So there are some verticals there in terms of, you know, you're not just selling cars, but you're also, then you got all the insurance products that go with it. And you've got yeah. a lot of other things. So there, there's some, some similarities with the cannabis business. You know, we've got the, the dispensaries, we've got the, you know, you've got the farms, the dispensaries, the retail outlets, the, and there's lots of verticals, lots of way to go. So it's there. There are some 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 very uh, good similarities, and so I, I've learned a lot of that. And I don't know. To me, it's uh, for for people that haven't really been out of you know being a bookkeeper, EA, yeah. running their own practice. I mean, I've got the real life. I'm the real life. You know, experience. Now I'm coming back. You know, into the public accounting world. And I'm so better, so much better equipped than I was before. I'll be honest yeah. with you. When I was in well, public accounting, so yeah, that sounds great. I mean, you're going to definitely have some of those skills to where, yeah, it's 
it's the full package of you're going to actually have knowledge to help some of these business owners. A lot of which, you know, you'll find five and $10 million funded companies where headed by someone that's never even run a business before. So they may need to lean on you for actually operational ideas and uh, leadership and how do you manage all these employees and, right. and things like that as well. Did you, what were some of the kind of challenges? Um, was it, was it hard to learn about just the cannabis side products or, or. Well, yeah, because I, I'm, and I'm certainly not a, <laughs> an environmentalist, a scientist. Uh, I don't know. I've never been really all that interested in, you know, how something grows and you squeeze it this way and it, and you do it that way. And then, you know, you know, like, again, when it came to cars, I love cars. But after a while, after you see a car every day, every, I mean, yeah. they're just pieces of metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is, this has been interesting. I, 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 I'm certainly bringing myself up to speed with it. And it's, it's a, it's a whole different deal. It takes, it takes a little bit of time, but what I liked about this program or with the dope CFO was, you know, with your encouragement and your leadership, you were like, Tom, you just need to get out there and sell. I mean, you, the, the knowledge will come and you're right. It will. And you've got a tremendous training course set up to help take, you know, someone like myself. And, and to be honest with you, it is so much like, you know, the accounting and dealerships, as far as cost accounting goes, yeah. it's, it's, it's a very easy transition for me. It's just learning about, you know, the, no, the, uh, the, the, the process itself and what, you know, what the trends in the industry are. And that yeah. type of thing, so. What about the, on the marketing side, all you've been in a full-time job for quite a while. Um, I know all accountants, they just hate that word marketing. selling. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. That's what I told my wife. I mean, I love getting on the phone. I love yeah. things like this. I, I love, uh, uh, you know, getting uh, somebody in because I, I think I'm good at it, to be honest with you. And I, I told my wife, man, it's not really that tough to get clients, but then, then somebody's got to do the damn work. Yeah. You know? And as a small, you know, small practitioner, I mean, that's the only thing. I mean, I could spend eight to 10 hours a day, you know, doing the marketing and really love that. But then all of a sudden I get these people coming in and now somebody's got to do the, the tax return or the tax resolution or the, or the you know, the can uh, accounting. And, and uh, so I, I'm looking forward to the day when I can, you know, I'm going to ramp up a little bit more. I've never, I never want to get to a point where I want to have a big firm and, you know, and, and that yeah. type of thing. But but on the other hand, you know, I can see myself with three or four people, and I think that's going to happen pretty quick, to be honest. And it's, yeah, and there's, there's just so many, and they're growing. I still think of the 50,000, I think that's, that's small now, companies, I think there's going to be four or 500,000 companies in the next three or four years, and so most of them don't exist, and they're going to be looking for that people that have that, that stuff set up. Do you um, – so you told us about your firm. So when, so, and that's probably a good thing to talk about your firm. Do you want to, because as you grow and you know, in our community, if you say you landed three big clients or whatever, you can easily outsource the bookkeeping or whatever the tax return or the piece you don't want to do. If you want to, you're a little bit more like me. I like to do the CFO work and I outsource bookkeeping and um, tax work. Yeah. Um, so you can do as much as little as, as you want. Are you, 
so would your perfect client be someone who just needs that CFO level? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Andrew, I, I don't want to get into a situation where I'm doing the grunt work, okay? It's not that I'm too good for it or that I haven't done it before or if it needs to be done, I, I, I don't know how to do it. I do know how to do it. But, um, you know, before I got uh, introduced to you, uh, that's one of the things that I'm doing right now is I have a few dealerships. But the nice thing about those dealerships is they all have a small office staff. So they have people that are there doing the transactional day-to-day yeah. -day thing, and then I'm just coming in and um, analyzing the results and, and uh, consulting with the, the dealer owner. I don't see any reason why the cannabis you know, can't work the same way. I would think yeah. that a, a cannabis of any size is probably going to have a few people, one or two maybe, on site. And, and of course, you know, with the COVID shutdown, I mean, if, if that hasn't proven to everybody that you yeah. can do work remotely, yeah. And there's plenty of ways, just like we're talking now, or, um, you know, uploading uh, uh, files into secure Dropbox type uh, arrangements. I mean, it can be done, even though I'm in Texas and we're not, you know, yeah. have, have all the opportunities that maybe a California, Oregon, or some of these other states have. I can do it all remotely, and I, and I know I won't have any problems being able, you know, being able to handle that work, so... Yeah, I think yeah. we were transitioning so much towards remote anyway the last few years. Yeah. But then when COVID hit, people right. are like, I'm actually shocked at some of the companies even around here in Bend, Oregon. Um, I don't know if you've seen the Hydra Flask bottle. Um, it was invented out of, it's the headquarters is here in Bend, Oregon. Oh, really? And they have a huge facility. It's, I mean, it's got to be a $50 million plant. They've been empty for months because I get mm -hmm. coffee near there. And they're somehow working from home, and I like they make actual bottles. <laughs> mm. um, but, right. um, so, so that's great. With uh, yeah, I think the remote side is growing um, very quickly, and then and people are getting it that yeah, we can add that. And I have another blog somewhere about this as well about these CEOs or business owners. They all want the same thing, whether it's the head of that billion-dollar company or, or Steve Jobs or some little person that owns a coffee shop. They want more money in their pocket at the end of the day. They want lower taxes. They want world-class audit-ready books so they can use those for, like you say, lenders, investors. It's the same basics. We want the same stuff. Um, and so if we can give them that, we can charge them for it. Most of our companies competition doesn't give them that um, another thing is to the we talked about this the other day and the responsiveness being available being able to be organized helping them when they need it i think they figure out a lot of times with it it this rolls over to the legal profession too and the C, standard they've got their 10 person cpa firm and to deal with an issue or a tax question or whatever sometimes it can take like two or three months because it's just so slow the emails back and forth well, that's that's another that's another selling point or another, you know, big benefit of being a part of uh, the group that you created, and it's been, and quite frankly, I don't know if I would have, you know, joined it if if, if it didn't have the the additional support from people in all kinds of from all kinds of background that you can look look to because again, a novice like myself coming in. I mean, I know a lot about business. I know a lot about, you know, running businesses and what you can, can't do and tax laws yeah. and what have you, but didn't know the cannabis business. Well, 
I mean, your group has already so many CPAs. Your, your first client was a gal named Summer Wilkinson, and yeah. she's right here in Dallas. I had lunch with her, talked oh, to her great. a couple of times, been sharing some things, and just having, having that kind of relationship. But I, I know that just because she's in Dallas, if she was in L.A., she'd probably be exactly the same thing. And I feel like there are a lot of people that I could – Say, hey, I can, let's do a Zoom chat and I could run some things by and we could have a cup of coffee, uh, you know, virtually and, I, and I'd get the answers. So it's, it's yeah. a huge benefit to someone like myself to have this community that. Um, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. And the people are great. They're super high quality um, from top to bottom. And we it's we're so diverse of a background that it's just like. It's like, yeah, yeah, and you've obviously got a ton of knowledge that you can share with others as well. Um, well, I, I also like the fact that, you know, when people are a little overwhelmed um, or you know, maybe feel like they've bit off a little bit more than they, they can chew, uh, chew. Yeah. I mean, they'll put, out a, they'll put out a call for, hey, I've got this. Does anybody, can anybody want to, you know, take yeah. over and, and you want outs- to they'll, they'll outsource the work? And then you can develop relationships and, you know, that way. And, 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 and it's, it's great to share work back and forth and yeah. it's very easy. And yeah. let me, you just talked about what, what that other question, what is, how is this the program and the community help you nag, navigate the niche? Um, and so is the, and the program itself, you're pretty happy with the product and oh, yeah. the, oh. and the tools. Oh my gosh. I mean, again, you know, it's it's obvious that there's been um, you know an enormous amount of time or and energy put into the training and the knowledge materials that uh, that you've put out there. And I mean, I just suck it up. I mean, I just can't you know, enough. <laughs> I'm glad you. Yeah, it, you it, like it. it. Uh, I, I mean, I do. I highly, I just highly recommend you know everything about it and. You know the biweekly uh, calls and and uh, the the information. It's funny, uh, the work papers and tools. You know, when I was back at, at CFO, a big high profile um, farm and vertical industry here, I built all this stuff for myself, and I was just like, "This stuff's got to be right." I've got we had big investors all over the U.S. and a you know almost ten million in capital raise, and you know including one of the investors was a 70 year old CFO of one of the most famous companies in the U S I won't name any names. And he'd call me on the phone and I was like, I got to have this stuff, right? This guy's going to grill me. Um, Cause he was really sharp. Um, so it was great. So, so building that um, for myself, I want to ask you, I know we're almost out of time. One more this is a great question. Many potential cannabis accountants are hesitant to change paths, especially when they're leaving a career track or position they've been at a long time. What advice do you have um, for them if they wonder um, how they can make that jump? Uh, you know, I, my answer to that is, um, you know, you, you, you just got to make the jump. You got to, uh, you got to let go of your insecurities. I mean, first of all, if you're going to go out on this full time, yeah, and you got a family or you've got, you know, specific financial needs. I mean, you need to plan that out. But one thing about getting into, the, you know, having your own CPA firm or bookkeeping practice or something like that, it's really not that expensive to get to get up and going. Yeah. It really is. It's not like you're going out and buying a, 
paying for upfront for a franchise and all this other kind of stuff. Um, so it's it's really not that expensive. I mean, I think you well, can probably do it for around ten grand. But but if you're if you're if you're you know, and and you also have to have confidence to and, and be willing to pick up the phone and call these people and chase down you know leads. And and Andrew, you've given everybody you know a lot of good uh, examples and ammunition uh, to say this is where you find leads. You know, and this is how you do it. And you know, we as accountants aren't naturally you know marketing driven. I, I'm a little bit different in that. I mean, I've actually sold cars. I've had to go in oh, okay. and close people on deals. I enjoy talking to people, and I can. I, I I used to be you know concerned and oh my god, this is the client. If I say something wrong, he's yeah. not going to pay the firm. I, I mean, that's that's all nonsense. And, and I wish I would have learned that a lot earlier, but. So I, I, you know, from that standpoint, maybe I'm not in the same position as a lot of other folks feel, but, um, you know, that you, you've given, a, a, again, a lot of good uh, references and lead, or not leads, but, you know, methods to, you know, to how to overcome that. And, um, and, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's fun. And uh, once, you, once you develop that, I mean, people are going to say no. I mean, so yeah. what? That doesn't mean they hate you, you know. But maybe they, you just have when when they say no, that just means you're just a little bit closer to saying yes, okay? And that's the way you gotta. That's the way you gotta approach this, I think. And you um, you brought up a bunch of good points. One is it's easier than ever to get into the remote space, which is awesome, especially yes. if you're young. I wish I was young again. With um, both having this movement, birth of a movement. Plus, you need a laptop, a phone, a few apps, you're up. Um, you're only, yeah, every business in the U.S., whether, you know, I just took my son over to his, his Tai Chi class, and that guy's struggling now because he's got to pay rent for a building. Right. And, you know, my wife had a retail bedding shop. Talk, talk about expensive. Open up a little retail shop. You're going to sink hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. down on all kinds of things. We had two employees, and it was still a lot of money. But we, I say our only investment in cost is education. I've done it from ever. If I go back 30 years getting my college degree, CPA, taking programs like the one I have, um, reading books, podcasts. It's a daily part. That's what we're doing every day. Most, more than the money side on education because things, programs or degrees cost money, but more of it's just time, putting yeah. in effort and energy. Oh, but yeah. if we build that, we're building our asset and you just, so we just get that asset of knowledge. We turn it into value to those clients and um, they pay us for it. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, and there's a lot of people in this field. I think there's 3 million accountants and bookkeepers in the U.S. And I think still there's a lot of people doing just, you know, if, if we were having our teacher grade us, there's probably a lot of C-level people out there. And if you can be a B-plus or an A, you're going you're gonna to do okay. Yeah, you're going to do real well. In this no, it's, 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 it's wide up. There, there's so many good things about, about being in this business. That and you've listed most of them, and and it's just wide open, and you know it's the people that want to want to jump see that, and not only see it where it is now, but where it's gonna be. Oh my gosh! Yes, and it'll be oh. it'll be you know, fun, like you say, the community when we can. We did used to meet at events, and we'd all go to dinner, and there'd be twenty of us, or we'd you know a few like Summer and I we 
who else? We had three or four of us spoken in Arkansas in Little Rock one December, and we all had a great time. And so that piece as well. Um, let me, is there anything else? We're going to, this podcast, the links and all the show notes will be in there where they can find you. Do you want to just, for if someone's listening, say, an easy, is there an easy way to find you quickly if they're driving in their car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I mean, my, I have a website. It's just hawbakercpa.com. Um, you know, tom at hawbakercpa.com is my email. And uh, if you go to my website, you'll see all my contact information. And I'd be glad to talk to anybody that has any questions about this. And, um, you know, I, so I'm enthusiastic is, about it. And I, don't, I, don't, awesome. I don't foresee this thing, you know, slowing down. And, and I'm just, I, I'm... I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, we're very happy to have you. Um, definitely thank you so much for being on here. And by the way, Hall Baker is H-A-W-B-A-K-E-R. And if you remember the show, Hee Haw, is that the, <laughs> that's the first Haw part. And then you add the yeah. Baker. <laughs> um, so that's Baker. It's Hee-haw. just like you found, Haw Baker. Haw and so that's where, and we'll have it on there as well. Um, so the program we're talking about is the Dope CFO program. That's the place where you can find anything to launch your firm into this cannabis or CBD hemp space, the education, our marketing system for finding and closing clients, as well as all of our work papers and tools for serving these clients um, and the community piece as well, where we have a community of experts. You can text Dope CFO to 345-345 and you can get our free guide if you want to learn more what's required in this industry to provide world-class service to cannabis accountants. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up and say thank you and we'll see you in the group. Thanks for listening. For more information on our program, what we're all about, make sure you go over and visit us at dopecfo.com. For more tips, industry news, um, updates, you can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. We have a Dope CFO Facebook group where I also host Facebook Lives every single Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, We bring a wealth of knowledge about the cannabis and hemp CBD industries to these lives. Uh, Make sure you come with questions as well because every live ends with a QA, and a and usually we have a giveaway as well. Um, this Facebook group is also full of marketers, attorneys, other accountants, bookkeepers who can support you and answer your questions. Um, and also you may want to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and finally, don't forget to be dope.